I'd like us to just take all of this into account. Obviously, politics is not a zero-sum game, but there seems to be a certain amount of panic. Um, some might even say hysteria that is developing about uh, the fundamentals of our economy. Are they under threat? Well, I think uh, the question is, you know, what are those fundamentals? Uh, I, for one, and I think many have been saying for quite some time, that we have uh, a macroeconomic program that does not service the majority of the population. So it depends on who you're asking that question to. I think what we have at the moment is we have a cacophony of uh, voices coming from corporate capital, from the elites, from those that are concerned about their investments, and these represent a minority of the population. That's not to say that those concerns are not genuine, but I think the larger uh, issue that's often being forgotten here, particularly with regards to the role of state-owned enterprises is and, and the macroeconomy, is what is happening in regards to servicing um, the majority of the population, and is, is their situation improving or not? And oftentimes that is, is, is sort of sidelined, and what we have is we have a debate uh, that is about protecting a finance minister, uh, getting the credit ratings right, getting the investment ratings right, and, and who, who does that serve? So I think the, the debate needs to be expanded a bit, and for us to stop sort of shouting at each other so much and to ask some more fundamental questions of whether the macroeconomic framework that, that frames state-owned enterprises and a lot of these battles that are taking place is the correct one or not. Mm. Well, as you say, let's broaden that discussion. I mean, the role of uh, SOCs or SOEs is crucial in terms of providing economic infrastructure, providing vital services, etc. But also the actors that are um, running them, including its relationship with governance, you need not only credible people, but people who have the requisite um, strategies to make sure that they work. The rumors around what is happening and even allegations of state-owned capture, are they themselves weakening the SOEs in terms of their performances or is it just really lack of good corporate governance? I think it's, a, it's certainly, I think it's a bit of both. Uh, I think we de- definitely have a problem of corporate governance. Uh, I mean, let's be honest, uh, we have had a situation for many years where we've had a revolving door within state-owned enterprises, where we've had many actoring and interim directors and CEOs, uh, interferences by boards that have resigned, uh, golden handshakes, these kind, and, and that kind of instability is not good for governance. It's certainly not good for long-term planning, and I think that is what is concerning a, a great deal. But at the same time, we have a, a larger situation which is about the individuals that are there, the ones, the, the transparency of appointments, who makes those decisions, who holds them accountable, and that's about our politics. That's about our leadership in government. We have to remember that government is the major stakeholder and owner in state-owned enterprises, and they have a definite and direct responsibility to manage them properly, not simply in, this, in the sense of the corporate governance, but in who they appoint and how they hold them accountable. And I think that's where we're seriously, fundamentally lacking, is in the political leadership department to make those uh, things stick. Mm. At the center of, of some of this is the issue of investment. Naturally, we also have to ensure as a country that uh, we guarantee direct foreign investment and f- fixed investment in these SOEs. Uh, and the characters around which um, there have been allegations of their influence over these SOEs, are they going to jeopardize this given South Africa's uh, strategic re- Regional importance. Yes, 
I, I think that uh, we have a, a definite problem of what has been termed, uh, you know, state capture or corporate capture. The question is uh, who are, whose interests are being represented here. It's not simply just a matter of the Guptas, as, as the media often plays it up. Uh, we look at, for example, the recent uh, situation with SARS and the rogue unit and uh, British American Tobacco, which is a much, much bigger corporation with huge amounts of international power and capital. And if we, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a two-sided coin here. On the one hand, yes, we need foreign investment, we need these things, but at the same time, we don't need corporations and rating agencies to tell us what we can and cannot do um, and to run the country from by remote control. So I think that the national debate, as we said at the beginning, needs to be broadened out to include not only the political governance challenges, but, it, but the question of, of who is being served by our state-owned enterprises and whether or not they're doing their job. And the one question that really hasn't been raised here is whether or not we should have state-owned enterprises that are trying to make profits at the same time as they're trying to service the public. I think there's a contradiction there which we need to, to raise and surface because I think that the seeking the profit and trying to make lots of money is often at odds with delivering the, man, the service mandate that the state-owned enterprises have been given. Just very briefly and, and uh, lastly, the interface between government and SOEs, should it be more stringently regulated? I believe so. I, I think we need to revisit some of the legislation. Uh, we certainly need to tighten up the accountability mechanisms. We need to be much more transparent about who is taking the decisions and who they report to. At the moment, we've got a whole range of, of turf battles going on, uh, which are, are showing themselves to be uh, creating instability and creating these fears uh, and, and affecting not only our, you know, our investment issues, uh, both locally and domestic, I mean, domestically and internationally, but also, you know, the the, the reputation of South Africa as, some, as a country that can be trusted um, by its own people as well as those internationally. So, yes, I think we need that debate to happen, and we need our politicians, above all, to take these things seriously and to stop playing political games uh, with people's property, which is exactly what the state-owned enterprises are. Thank you so much for speaking to us and sharing your insights. Dr. Del McKinley is an independent writer, researcher, lecturer and political activist. 23 and a half past four. What are your thoughts? So we've been speaking to Dr. McKinley. Uh, do you still have uh, faith in the performance of state-owned entities? 34701, that's the SMS line at one right per SMS. We are available on Twitter and Facebook as well. Rob Byrne, how are we looking out there? Traffic on SAFM, your trusted guide to the road ahead. A couple of problems in Joburg. One is a, a taxi crash coming out of Santon. It's a Santon drive at William Nickel. So Santon is uh, heavily backed up as you leave the uh, central Santon area. And uh, William Nickel coming up to that junction from Hyde Park is uh, also affected. Uh, no lights, Republic and Malabongwe. That's the problem on Republic. That's why you're uh, stuck in a queue uh, from as far back as Jan Smuts Avenue. That might even get back to William Nickel. So if you're coming out of Santon, wanting to get through to Randburg this afternoon, big pressures on Santon Drive and on Republic Road. No lights on Cedar and Uranium as well. So heavy traffic there. The Mike 1 under pressure from Caller Drive all the way into the uh, construction zone at Parktown. Then you sort of get past that and it just remains busy uh, going into the Crown. And the N3 quite slow today from Baclou down towards uh, Galoolis Interchange. N1 North from Baclou up towards the New Road exit is uh, heavily backed up. No gaps there. The Rosslyn Road in Pretoria coming in through Ondas to Port. Uh, some delays there because of the roadworks as you come down to Lavender Road. Uh, Peter Maritzburg still slow on the bypass. That's the N3 North up into the uh, construction zone at Ortman Road. 
road. Uh, there's some real pressure out of Pine Town rooting up Fields Hill this afternoon. It looks like a problem uh, towards the uh, sort of last bend, towards the top of the hill as you go into Kloof. But the traffic uh, back to about Compton Street in central Pine Town, so uh, that's heavy. Some traffic lights out along the Berea Road as you come out of uh, CBD and uh, head out towards Tollgate Bridge and uh, restrictions of.